0: Welcome back to the Empowering Family Health Podcast. I'm your host, Joanne Callahan. I'm really excited to get the next episode of the Corona Sleep Series out to you. It has been a while, and I'm really excited now to get the third episode out to you, which is all about medications and sleep aids and alcohol. So we're going to be talking all about that. But first, if you do like this video, please share this with your friends and family. Or if you know that somebody this may help or benefit, please do share this video with them as well and also do subscribe to my channel if you do want to be notified of any new upcoming videos as well and to get all the the latest videos that I will be um, posting so let's get on with the episode. Now, you may have tried everything to help you sleep, like exercise and reducing caffeine, uh, switching off uh, electronic devices and practicing a lot of sleep hygiene practices, and still still you have no success in getting a good night's sleep. And this constant struggle can leave you feeling helpless and desperate to do anything just to get asleep and to feel rested for the next day. Now, some people what they do is they they may turn to over-the-counter medications or alcohol to help them with sleep or visit their doctor to find some solutions and get some prescription medications from the doctor. Now, while this may not be the desired solution for some people, it may, it may be necessary to get some much-needed rest. But before you do consider medications, do uh, listen to this checklist that I have. So number one, If you are currently on medications, always check with your doctor before using over-the-counter sleep aids because they may interfere with some other medications that you may already be taking. Number two, over-the-counter sleep aids. They're they're, they're usually designed for short-term use, so always be mindful of that. And number three, don't drink alcohol with any medications. You may have heard that many times before. And number four, herbal remedies and natural supplements. always a good alternative but be mindful again that they may interfere with medications if you are currently taking medications and always always seek advice from your health care practitioner or your doctor. So medications must be taken properly otherwise you may not have the desired results. The 50% of people who use sleep aids are using them incorrectly. You need to have at least eight hours Of sleep when you are taking sleep medication to help you with sleep or if you don't you're going to feel really really groggy the next day when you wake up now taking some medications and sleeping for five or six hours it's going to result in you feeling a lot worse disorientated and maybe foggy uh, in the morning now if you stop taking these medications as a result of this suddenly you are going to get rebound effects and this leads you to think that you may need to keep taking these medications and nothing could be further from the truth. So really be mindful that that happens if you stop taking these medications suddenly, okay? Now some common over-the-counter medications contain antihistamines uh, as the active ingredient and these are really used mainly for treating allergies and colds and they can cause drowsiness because they block histamine and histamine is a wakeful neurotransmitter and when medications are taken over a few nights the brain receptors become less sensitive obviously because your body is getting used to them and therefore the effects are less effective and it may lead you to having to take more or higher doses so be aware of that as well. Your body is very, very intelligent. Now, according to the American Sleep Association, if you're dealing with insomnia, sleep medications can help you fall asleep. However, they're not meant to replace good sleep habits. They're also not intended to be used indefinitely. So some people who are having regular problems with sleep, they may actually have an underlying health disorder, like a thyroid problem, for example, or sleep apnea. So it's important to see your doctor if you are having ongoing problems with sleep. Now, let's talk about alcohol. It may help you fall asleep, but you won't stay asleep during the nighttime. It it does sedate the body, so it actually sedates the whole nervous system. Um, and this is how it can help you relax and fall asleep really faster. But it does fragment your sleep during the nighttime. It interrupts your REM sleep as well, so it, it restricts your REM sleep your REM sleep even actually it restricts it so this can cause the fragmented sleep as a result so and this primarily happens in more in the second half of the night and um, so be mindful of that alcohol can relax the body more and it can contribute to snoring as well and it's all often common to wake up during the nighttime or go to the bathroom because alcohol is a drug so it causes your body to remove fluids from your blood through the kidneys and the bladder at a much quicker rate than other liquids. So if you don't drink enough water with your alcohol, then you can become dehydrated really quickly. Now, dehydration is common, which may wake you up for a drink during the nighttime. And there is a chemical, adenosine, and this is a sleep-inducing chemical in the brain. It's increased at nighttime, enabling a quicker onset of sleep. However, it's really it's it's quickly eliminated during the first few hours of sleep, contributing to waking up in the middle of the night. And REM sleep is therefore dramatically reduced, leaving you feeling really tired the next day. And we lose up to one liter of water every night through breathing and sweating. Imagine one liter of water we can lo- lose during the night time. So it's really important to stay hydrated, and that's probably one of the main reasons as well why we wake up during the night time and especially if you're drinking alcohol it can really contribute to that as well so drink a glass of water first thing in the morning we are primarily made of water and it is essential for our life it optimizes blood pressure it regulates your blood temperature and also is required for eliminating waste in the body so uh, with the warmer weather especially during the summertime. Uh, and if we're doing more outdoor activities, it really is essential to stay well hydrated. And if you are really serious about your sleep, avoid alcohol before bedtime. Now, natural supplements. Let's let's talk about natural sleeping supplements. That was a bit of a tongue twister. <laughs> now, most natural products have the risk of interacting with other drugs. So it's always important to speak to your doctor. Uh, if you're currently taking medications. Now, melatonin, this is our sleep hormone. It's a natural hormone produced in the body. And how much daylight you get affects the amount of melatonin that is made in the body. So when we are exposed to sunshine, this makes uh, serotonin, which we need to make the melatonin for for nighttime. A Healthy circadian cycle, so this is our 24-hour biological clock, this will help to keep sufficient levels of your melatonin. Now, in the winter time, daylight levels are obviously a lot lower. For some of us, this can affect how much melatonin is made and it can contribute to the seasonal affective disorder or SAD. And we also know this as the winter blues and depending on where you live in the world. So uh, if you live more north, uh, further north or further south away from the equator, um, then you can. Uh, you can be more affected by the the winter blues the melatonin supplements are sometimes used to help overcome this and and people often use it for jet lag as well uh, and people who work night shifts so melatonin really is mainly used to help us get back into sync with our circadian rhythm so be mindful of that a lot of people think they can take melatonin for And if they're suffering from anxiety and that's preventing them from sleeping properly, melatonin is really used for getting you back into sync with your circadian rhythm. So for jet lag or uh, night shift work and anything like that, that's melatonin is really good for for that. But melatonin is a hormone. So I always say to people, um, you know, check with your doctor again or make sure you're getting lab tests done uh, to keep an eye on it because it is a hormone and it can have adverse effects if you take too much. Chamomile is also really, uh, really effective. It's one of the most ancient medicinal herbs uh, out there. And we can take chamomile tea as well. We can use in essential oils. It has relaxing and calming properties. And uh, it's also known to help with any kind of inflammation and gastrointestinal problems. It really calms all that down as well. So chamomile tea is is really, really good. Valerian root is another uh, sedative herb. And this has been used again for centuries and it's really good for people with anxiety, um, which can cause difficulty in getting asleep. And it, has, it, it really helps with promoting uh, GABA in the brain which is which really helps the brainwaves to slow down. And we need the brainwaves to slow down for the onset of sleep. So it can help with that as well. Really calm and sedative. Uh, now pregnant women or breastfeeding um, and children under three years of age are advised against using it. So if you have any other health issues, do check with your doctor before you before you do take valerian root. That's really important. Um, what else is there? Tryptophan is also something else that you can take. Tryptophan is tryptophan is an amino acid and we need tryptophan to make our um, serotonin, which in turn makes our melatonin. So it's in that chain. So tryptophan, it's in milk. Um, it's also in uh, foods like turkey and chicken. Uh, so you can find it in there. Passion fruit, passion fruit is another one that's, that helps to promote sleep as well. And uh, hops, hops, hop flowers, they're traditionally known to be used in beer. And they have a natural uh, sedating effect as well. So there's lots lots and lots of herbs, natural herbs that you can take. But do, as I say, check with your doctor because they can interact with some medications. Melissa Dream, this is another one as well. And uh, Melissa um, is available in essential oils as well. So you can can, um, burn that in the air. That's another one. Essential oils are just gorgeous as well. Um, so that's something else that you can use uh, to help you get asleep at night time, help to relax you as well. Magnesium is our natural tranquilizer. This is probably one of the one thing that can possibly help you uh, overcome any difficulty maybe the one thing because so many of us are deficient in magnesium 80 percent of us are deficient in magnesium it's nature's tranquilizer as i say and it really is responsible for hundreds and hundreds of different processes in the body so we do need it to relax the muscles relax the nervous system it regulates the fluid in and out the cells uh, it does so much in the body so don't overlook magnesium that is a really really uh, good one you can take magnesium flake bath. Uh, and you can put essential oils onto the flakes. I love doing that as well. And there is magnesium in, um, uh, what is it? There's magnesium in Epsom salts. Yeah, I couldn't think of that. There's uh, magnesium in the Epsom salts as well. So you can do an Epsom salt bath, but just be mindful. With an Epsom salt bath, Epsom salts are really for uh, the toxin the body. So if you're feeling frail or weak, Uh, avoid doing an Epsom salt bath because you are, but the body is sweating effectively. It's, it's, and this is, this is how you detoxify the body and it is using energy and it can leave you feeling uh, faint, especially if you're feeling weak already. So be mindful of that when you're doing an Epsom salt bath, maybe a magnesium flake bath may be more practical for you. So are sleeping aids right for you? Well, when we are absolutely exhausted and just need sleep. And we're desperate to do anything to get a good night's sleep. So this can be true for many of us. But reaching for over-the-counter sleeping medications may not be the answer, really. It could be something very simple causing this difficulty, like too much caffeine or using your electronics too much or too late in the night or being exposed to too much blue light, especially late in the evening time. You could be worrying excessively about what someone did to you that day or an upcoming event. Now, sleeping medications will not solve this necessarily because these problems will come up again for you maybe sometime in the future. So it's how we deal with these problems and this is how our anxiety levels rise. But there is a time and a place for using sleep medications like after surgery or an extremely traumatic event maybe sleeping medications really are a temporary solution and at worst if they are used too much as a crutch, you may become dependent or even addicted to them. You may say things like, oh, I can't go to bed unless I have this. So notice if you ever say that, that is a dependency, that is a crutch, and that is not a good place to be in. Now there was a study um done to show this using EEG in rats. So Scientists have investigated low-ltinine, l which can improve mood with its ability to cross the blood-brain barrier and change the amino acid levels affecting serotonin and other mood-enhancing neurotransmitters in the brain. The effects of medication on the liver. So while there's many different types of medication that you can use as sleep aids, those that contain Uh, certain ingredients are at higher risk for liver problems and these active ingredients that can be found in sleep medications which also help with pain relief as well so a lot of people taking pain medication um, will have to just be mindful that these have to be processed through the liver uh, to be detoxified from the body so just be really aware if you're taking ongoing medication Um, Medications on sleep quality. So sleep medication in most cases is just a temporary solution. Medications can help to break the pattern of poor sleep or help to fall asleep fast and to get much needed sleep. They do not address the underlying cause. And research has shown this time and time again. Researchers have shown that these medications can help you to fall asleep faster, but they may contribute to fragmented sleep. So, and they do fragment your REM sleep. So be mindful of that. The Mayo Clinic. I love the Mayo Clinic. <laughs> they suggest that sleeping aids are most effective when you use it in conjunction with other kinds of treatment like cognitive behavioral therapy. And this is this is a really great therapy because an awful, lot of, an awful lot of problems is really how we think about things, how we relate to things or our relationship with sleep. So cognitive behavioral therapy is 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 uh, very effective. So most medications, including sleep medications, carry some form of side effects. But it's different for everybody. We're all individuals and you won't know until you use them. So this is why doctors sometimes try to, um, it may take a few different goals or trying you on different medications before they find something that suits you. So some, some common side effects of sleeping medication is uh, one, of, one of the biggest side effects actually is daytime sleepiness um, also uh, dry mouth, headaches, constipation. Uh, changes in appetite. So just be mindful, these are some of the side effects of medication. Now, there may be other side effects if you are having other underlying health problems like kidney disease or asthma um, and sleeping medications can interfere with breathing. So extra precaution may be necessary. Um, so especially if you are suffering with uh, COPD, for example, chronic obstructive pul- pulmonary disease. So be mindful of that. Again, do make sure that you're seeing your doctor. So just want to really um, give out all these precautions when you're taking medications. But I am not a medical doctor. So please do seek advice from your doctor. Now, I hope you enjoyed this episode uh, on sleep medications and some natural supplements or herbs, essential oils that you can take. Uh, But do be mindful, again, that they may interfere with a medication. So always seek advice from your doctor. So if you do like this video, please do like it, share it with your friends and family and maybe somebody who you think may need this very important uh, information to help them get much needed rest and sleep. So until the next episode. Do take care and sleep well. Take care. Bye bye.